Hey, Steve. Hey, Kevin. Week 14. Can you believe it? We're already, it was just yesterday, we were in July, we were talking draft picks and whatnot, and it's week 14. Time for the playoffs. How are you doing? Not a, yeah. Yeah, not only can I not believe it, it, it couldn't come soon enough what a disaster the season was for me personally. Ugh. Yeah, we, David Jones race, thank you. What was that, like week one or week two that happened? No, it was week one. It was within the first, I think, two hours of week one my season ended. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I, it, was dead on, it was dead on arrival. Dead on arrival, it was... It was. I can't even tell you the emotions I had, but um, nobody wants to hear us talk about David Johnson again. Let's start it off as we usually do. Joe Flacco update. Uh, he's still kicking. He's probably going to be a Husker Great. next year. Great and game. Saving his backup quarterback job with his performance week 13 against the Lions. Yeah, yeah, and there's a there's a point during the game where I was like, wow, I'm glad I didn't start him because I could have beat the chickens, but he ended up only having, I think, two touchdowns, so yeah, uh, it wouldn't have mattered in the end. But uh, how how are you making it on your Christmas? How's the Christmas shopping going? Uh, it's going alright. Uh, my wife's been doing most of it this year, which is good. So uh, I've got a you know a few things to get her and a couple things to get the kids, but she's been doing a majority of it, and that's fine with me. So it's it's coming along. How about you? Yeah, Becky handled pretty much everything except for her own stuff. I got a few things. I got a few more to go. I, the other day the kids were bored, so I like threw those gifts of Becky's in here and like just told them to deal with wrapping it. And they like completely butchered it. It was hilarious. And they like yeah they bring in these just disastrously wrapped presents. <laughs> Britain just drops it to the floor in front of the tree and just kicks it underneath the tree. It was like the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And it, just, it looked like shit, and I just don't care. And uh, here's, here's a really important Dugas. We've been fending for ourselves. Like The flu is just ripping through this household. I'm the only one that hasn't got hit with it yet. And it's, just, it's a disaster over here. You guys are always sick over there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with your family, but I feel like every time I talk to you, somebody's sick in your house. So, but uh, what what I'd like to know, and I think what our listeners would like to know, is what kind of gift do you get Scott Dugas for Christmas every year? You know what one of his favorite gifts is is just five gallon buckets from Home Depot. Because ah, I thought you were going to say Playboy magazine. He loves to lug stuff like rocks and everything else down there. Yeah. Like you get him a, you get him like ten new buckets, it costs you thirty bucks and he is so happy. But if you like really put any thought into anything then he just doesn't give a shit. Because the the guy has literally anything and and everything. He just doesn't eat anything. And uh, I really would have thought if I had to guess one of two options it would have been either a, a yearly subscription to Playboy or a carton of cigarettes to throw at the workers. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense. No, he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't like smokers, but um and he feels the same way with me about coffee, like because I don't drink coffee, and he just hates. He drinks it, but like we just find, you know, the guys are always having to like stop and get coffee and fuck off and drink coffee and just yeah fires it up. But uh, he like, also likes a case of, a case of Geary's Hampshire Ale. Um, oh. Funny thing though, like this year, you know, now my like my syrup operations expanding. I've got a bigger evaporator coming for this season and stuff, and uh, so. 
back. He's like, what do you want me to tell people you need for Christmas? I was like, I need five-gallon buckets. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I'm my dad. <laughs> and oh, you're going you're gonna to really like this one. So the other day, we'll get to back to the wife bell in a minute. I look, and he, you know, he keeps he has a sharing office with my brother. Like we've completely outgrown our space and everything where we are. And yep. but there's a share, and their office is like just destroyed. There's just we got too much stuff. We just don't have enough space. And he like keeps his mail. Needs to go up to the house in like this random spot. And I look, and there's a little calendar that you like can stick in the dump truck or whatever. And it's like. Mm-hmm. The naked titties, like little monthly <laughs> calendars. I was like, Jesus, who's still sending out like the naked titty ca- calendars? And it's like hydraulic hose and assembly or whatever out of go. And it's like, can you just imagine like in this day and age, like you're telling your, because you know everyone up here, like a, a woman runs most of the offices. Like tell your like office lady to like, yeah, you need to get those titty calendars. You know, <laughs> we gotta have those. Yeah, they probably wouldn't last very long in my office. They'd probably be fired already. So, and in most yeah. other places. But all right, let's let's get back to the wife of Let's really quickly recap week 13 and get on to the the good stuff, which is the postseason and the awards. So, talk to me a little bit about what happened in week 13. So, week 13, you know, it wasn't too much on the line, other than you know the the first round buys were on the line, but. Uh, Macedo pretty quickly put the AFC one to rest as he jumped out to a big lead and the thugs just annihilated the Merrymen. It was very clear halfway through the 1 o'clock games that the Merrymen were not going to win. And But we had, we had hope for the division. We had hope, and the Buddies were beating the Eaters even though it really seemed like they might be throwing their game by starting an injured Doug Martin over Tariq Cohen, who scored. And in the end, it wouldn't have mattered because I don't. I think Cohen only had six. And anyway, yeah, I think he so had that return, up. yeah. Yeah, so they were up. And um, going into Monday night by a few points, and there's all this, you know, everyone knows that, like, would Antonio Brown play or not? And I was, like, really hoping, you know, he just wouldn't play and I could steal a division title. Mm-hmm. Of course, plays, but I'm I'm hanging on through almost four full quarters and with three minutes left, touchdown for six yards, goes over 100 yards, gets eight points, Eaters win. Yep. Wow. So that was it that. And then we had some good games over in the West. I mean, in the, yeah, the, uh, is it the West? The East, West? The uh, NFC, over in the NFC. Yeah. So the Fiends beat the brothers 51-50 in a, a little tune-up. And yep. then the Dragons just slow out of the gate. They just I knew that that Vikings-Falcons uh, game was just – it was, like, big for, like, everybody. Like, the white guys had guys going, the refugees, the thugs, the merrymen, the mallards, the dragons. It was just – it was a big game. and. Yeah. It was a dud. it was a dud and so the Dragons just got off to a weak start and the Mallards just blew them out and captured the bye. Which was good because after the white guys got tuned up for with 68 points, I was like, "Whew, I'm glad the Beans and the white guys are going to knock one of each other out before I have to play one." Yep, yep. 
Yeah, that. Uh, by the way, that Beans Brothers game, I'll, I'll just throw this in there uh, on the opposite end of the spectrum. If the brothers get two more yards from Alex Collins, they win that game, and the Huskers are the number two seed in the Super Bowl playoffs. Oh, uh, so like Llamas, Huskers holding the top. Llamas, yeah. Huskers are then one and two in the Super Bowl playoffs instead of two and three. Wow. And we'll get back to the Super Bowl playoffs in a minute because I want to touch on that briefly. But that two more yards or one extra point, anything from the, the brothers and, and the Super Bowl players looking completely different for me. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so funny how, it's like, you know, obviously you pay the most attention to your own games, except for how much I shove my games down other people's throats. But, uh, it's just such a, a game of just like, you know, a missed field goal here or a couple yards there. And, and yep. you just feel like you could, your whole season could have swung a different way. You know, like, you know, I've talked about it plenty how if I traded for Brate earlier, you know, a couple field goals here and there, and I've got like three more wins with one of the teams. You know, it's just, it's crazy how, yeah. and I'm sure that's, it's like that for everybody. Yeah, speaking of, of Kim Braid, I mean, uh, I, I apologize, but my brother and I were totally trolling you through text messaging over the weekend when Kim Braid scores two touchdowns on Sunday after doing nothing since, you know, trading for him. And in the end, it wouldn't have mattered. You still would have lost. But uh, that had to have hurt to see him scoring all those TDs and O.J. Howard getting all 17 yards. Yeah, it, if, it, if I had lost and that had been the reason I'd have been pretty upset. I was, I was kind of glad just to get blown out. It's, it's always better just to, yeah. if you're going to lose, to just really lose. Because then you yeah. have a second guess thing. But it was funny. I I decided I was going to just not check in until like halftime of the first round of games. And I, I was out cleaning the garage, left my phone in just because I, I knew Bobby was going to fucking hound me all day. And um <laughs> Becky comes up, she's like, I don't know if you want your phone, but it just keeps buzzing. I was like, yeah, it's probably Bobby. I don't want it. I don't want to hear about it. And uh, so I come in like an hour later, and it's just all these texts from Bobby. And so I looked it up today. Since he and I started playing week 13 every single year since 01, I am 6'10 and like 3 or Six ten and one against him, or something like that. Like he just owns me week thirteen. Wow, it's pretty sad. Yeah, pretty sad. All right. Yeah. So that that wraps up week thirteen. Let's let's not dwell on it too much. Let's really quick talk about the awards. And I'll just preface this by saying that this is the first time I think I have no idea who's going to win any of the awards. Yeah, it's pretty. I. You know, I've had Mike's called me a couple times today. Like we're we're doing some work on Cousins Island for Mike on this house lot he's got, and like the neighbors are all stirred up and stuff. So I, I've been getting a lot of Mike calls, and uh, they've been pretty good. But we we did talk about the awards a little bit today, and you know, like obviously he feels strongly for his guys, but it's just yep. like, moments. It's, I don't know what anyone how anyone's gonna vote because it's it's pretty wide open on all the awards. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, MVP, if you start at the top, I, I mean, Russell Wilson will get some votes for being the high score. You could argue Tom Brady. You could argue her cousins, I guess, even Watson. I mean, all these QBs on losing teams is a, is the interesting aspect of the top five scores. 
I mean, then you get into the players like Gurley and, geez, if I were Nick, I'd even argue that Ezekiel Elliott was, was the MVP of the league this year. I'm missing all those games and, and yeah. just going down the tank. You know, obviously, of course, Wentz, who we talked about last week. But I, I don't – this is going to be one of those situations where the guy that gets the most third-place votes ends up winning. I don't know who's going to – who will end up on there. I know I was talking to John, and initially his thoughts are kind of like, you know, Gurley, Wentz, and Cousins are probably the candidates he's putting on the board. So I don't know. Ultimately, Wilson and Brady will get on there. I'm sure they, I'm sure he'll stick those two on there, but I guess it'd be probably no more than like those five guys. And yeah, all between Gurley, Wentz, and Cousins. You know, Cousins didn't start a couple games. Wentz didn't start a bunch. Is this the year of running back takes it? I I don't know. I I don't really think Wilson or Brady's going to get any votes other than maybe by like you or Bry for first place, just because. Their teams, you know, didn't do very well. Well, if let's say, let's assume for a minute that Wilson does not win. So, so no one over 190. The last time someone under 190 points won was 2010 Aaron Rodgers. In 2008, Drew Brees. If if let's say if Cousins wins at 152, you have to go all the way back to 2003 when Amon Green won it with 138 points. So we're gonna have some something interesting happen this year with the. Uh, the MVP for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you wanted to say like who is the player of the year, yeah, Russell Wilson. But unfortunately, when you're on a 419, it doesn't automatically guarantee you an MVP award. Oh, yeah, it's definitely kind of a thing. It's, it's really weird because yeah. usually, if you have a quarterback pop off for 200 points, you're probably going nine and four or ten and three. So it. Yeah. It just speaks to how competitive the the NFC is. Yeah, it's only going to get worse next year. The brothers with a top three pick, the Huskers with a top three pick, most likely, and Beans looking good, and the Chickens, you know, ready to bounce back next year. It's going to be a tough division. Chickens, Dragons, not. I mean, it's yeah, probably, probably, what six or seven of the best teams in the league are all going to be in that same conference. Yeah, it's it's gonna be crazy. There, no one's gonna get. You you definitely won't see a ten win team next year. I don't even know if you'll see a nine win team next year. Yeah, I'd agree, I'd agree with that. So. But. All right. Uh, moving on to rookie of the year, Mike. Who Mike. Are you going for MVP? If it's. Who, who, who oh, are you I'll. I'll give Russell Wilson a vote. I don't know if it'll be a first place vote, but I tend to. I tend to believe the high score gets at least a top, uh, you know, a first, second, or third vote. I don't know who I'll, if, I don't even know who my MVP is. I mean, I could make an argument that Deshaun Watson was the MVP. The buddies were looking so good with him. But in the end, God, I mean, Cousins is so uninspiring, but he played pretty well. Wentz was pretty good. I don't know. I'm going to have to throw a bunch of names in a hat and pick one. Oh, man. Maybe I'll pick Goskowski. Goskowski, I, boy. He he carries me week in and week out. And um, it's funny, if you add, because I, I end up, this is, I couldn't believe I pulled it off, but I got the right quarterback with the Merriman 11 out of the 13 weeks. If you combine Stafford and Roethlisberger's score. Granted, I know you need to 
really only take like 12 weeks. To see what you yeah. Got. But I, between the two quarterbacks, I got 188 points out of them, or 184, or something like that. Yep. So. Yeah. Maybe maybe we can make a a, a staff burger. Get a player named Staff Burger. We can vote for him. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, yeah, for me, I'm, I guess I'm just right gonna... now I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Gurley right now, but I don't know. Yeah. I really like. I I Wentz. I, I'm trying not to be a homer and vote for Wentz, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's gonna be. I don't know. I I mean, even John's gonna have a hard time just picking five guys to put on the ballot. Uh, but let's say uh, let's go over to rookie of the year. I originally I was thinking Kamara, but the more I think about it, the more I think I'll be giving Deshaun Watson my vote for rookie of the year and uh, Maycor Misa. And my reasoning is those three weeks of thirty points plus. Uh, nobody saw that coming. I mean, that was unreal. He was the uh, it was just crazy, and he, he's, as Mike pointed out, he was still a top-five scoring QB, even though he missed half the season. And uh, so he'll be getting my, both my first-place votes for those, and Kamara will be second for for uh, Rookie of the Year. And then uh, make or, there, there literally was no true make or Misa this year. There, was, there wasn't that guy that just was like the waiver wire find or – Anything like that that did anything. Well, if you look it at, would have been Robbie Anderson if if he'd been playing the whole season. Yeah. Or if Aaron Jones had not got hurt and racked up some points, or boy, maybe even like Greg Zerline. No one. He would have set a kicking scoring record this year if he'd been playing the whole season. He came out of like wow nowhere. That's crazy. That's yeah. I hadn't thought about that one, but uh, I, 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 I guess. Look, for me, looking yeah, back, I, I mean, looking at the list right now, I don't see anybody. No one really stands out. Well, I, I, Watson, um, he's he's getting my Macker vote, and boy, I, I don't know on the rookie. I'm like I told Mike, I between Kamara and Watson for me, I just I got to think about it some more. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm leaning towards Kamara just because he's been the most recent thing in our minds for the what the last seven weeks. When did Watson go down? Um, uh, he went down what week five, six? Eight, right before week nine. So yeah, oh, week eight. Five weeks. Oh really? That late? It felt like so long ago. Yeah, he played week eight and then he used his practice for week nine. Oh wow! Oh my god! I really thought it was like three months ago that he got hurt. Holy crap! Yeah, so he played, I mean, he played quite a few games. He missed five, yeah. Well, I and think I think he'll have? probably end up taking some. Oh, the, the one that's going to kill you is owner of the year because I think you needed to win this past week. I think Aceto's going to get it. I will probably vote for Aceto first and you second, but I have to think about it. i got to go back and look at everything. But the Merriman losing this past week I don't think helped you. No, I mean, it would have been nice to stay within one 
win of him yeah. or to have at least gotten both division titles. But I'll I'll make this one pitch. You know, I I won the bye in the hardest conference with the Mallards after a one and three start. Yeah. And then with the Merrymen, that wasn't a that definitely wasn't one of my best teams. And you know, I just pieced it together week by week and yeah, I mean yeah, you can say I was in a bad conference, but you know, he played in that bad conference too. Yep. And, yep. and you know, I made I made some moves. You know, I made uh, you know, we all hammered him for not trying to get a quarterback on either team for a while and I'm sure it's fine with the white guys, but still think the refugees needed to get a QB. Meanwhile I yes. did the Je- I did the Jefferson for I mean Alshon Jeffrey for what turned out to be a Pro Bowl year from Ingram and Evan Ingram for the first round mm-hmm. pick. Yep. I traded Matt Ryan for two first rounders and Hunter Henry. I think no one saw that coming. I you know, went out and got Josh McCown just to make sure I got that win that week against the Llamas. I went out and got mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was out there trying to patch the holes. And I, I just I don't know. I think I deserve it, but obviously that 14-0 start that he got off to is going to, you know, weigh heavily with everyone, but uh, yeah, he did finish 4-8 and eight down the stretch, so. Yeah, well, you got to make your pitch. got to make your pitch, and for those not listening, you know, you always can send an email to that string, but uh, in the end, I think Aceto's going to win. I think he'll be second, and quite honestly, if I were John, I would not even be putting a third or fourth owner on the ballot, because I just don't see the point. I'm sure he'll put everyone that had a play. Like he'll put Chris and what? Uh, Guess the Bobby beans, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a two horse race. Yeah. All right. So with that out of the way, do you want to touch on the Super Bowl playoffs first, or the real playoffs? Most people are going to say, I don't want to hear about the Super Bowl playoffs. But I think if we want to cover them, we should cover those first. Oh, what do we have but the first game? Boop and Huskers, your arch rival, Brian Davidson. (laughs) Oh, man. This this is bad. Bad for the Huskers because Tom Brady's coming off a zero-point game on Monday Night Football this week. The Huskers are going to get... No Gronk. No Gronk. I hope so. I hope they can give it to Burkhead the whole the whole weekend. But uh, I. I feel gold. Well, that'd be nice for you. But I mean, look, the Huskers and the Poop are the same team right now. They have a really good quarterback and very little after that. This is going to be one of those games that's like, you know, thirty-five to twenty something. I actually think the Poop are going to win. I think the Huskers. Ertz isn't going to play, so I'm stuck starting Adam Shaheen. I have no other tight ends since I traded Bray. And uh, Devontae Parker, I think, has two weeks in a row of one catch and five yards. So uh, I think the Poop are going to win this pretty easily, actually. I think I think the Poop probably going to take it. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry. To what you're what third, so the worst you can finish is. Fourth, with the fourth yeah. pick. I, I still think the llamas or the brothers will win 
the number one pick overall, so you won't get bumped down too far. Yeah, I think so too. I think I'll end up being third. But uh, and then the other matchup, buddies and thugs. I I have to give it to the thugs. The buddies only have a quarterback this week, so I think the thugs move on fairly easily. Thugs move on very easily, definitely. Yeah. All right, that's it for the Super Bowl playoffs for now. Let's let's talk regular playoffs. Uh, who do you, where do you want to go first, AFC or NFC? Uh, let's go NFC. All right, white guys and beans. Wow, this is a really I'll call this a really even matchup. Um, game. I, I think wow. like the Acido's gotten his lineup a little more. I mean, I like Kirk Cousin over, over Alex Smith, but uh, one in the both Smith and Cousins are lined up for shootouts this weekend with Washington at the Chargers and Oakland at Kansas City. So both quarterbacks could end up putting up some points. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say San Diego. L.A. and the Chargers have a reasonable defense, so Cousins, I don't know what to expect out of Cousins. My concern for Alex Smith is that he had 30 points this past week. He probably won't be getting close to that again. I guess My guess is he has 18. Then the question is, is Cream Hunt ever going to score a touchdown? He gets, he'll say he gets 12 out of Gurley. Thielen's good for anywhere from... Two to twelve, I don't know. Gurley's scary. Gurley's like just due for like a twenty-two. I just I yeah. hope he gets it out of the way this week and not against me next week. Yeah, I think I think the white guys are putting up sixty this week, at least sixty. Um, yeah. I'm also terrible at predicting things, but I think that white guys end up putting up sixty. I think they win over the beans. I think it's going to be 60 to 45 or some somewhere around there. Let's see if I'm right, but uh, chances are I'm wrong. No, I take that. I'd you like to see the white guys if they put up 60 two weeks in a row. Can't imagine they do it three weeks in a row. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely think the white guys got the edge. They seem to just have the better player at almost every position. Um, mm-hmm. Cousins. I mean, I think Cousins is better. Gurley's better than High. Yeah. It's better than McKinnon, but McKinnon had more points. I'd rather see Fitzgerald out there over to Sean Jackson. Thielen, he's played way better than Julio Jones this year, but Julio Jones probably get a good matchup tomorrow night against the Saints, so he could really yeah. blow up in that Thursday night game and get the, the beans off to a really good start. And same with Lou, uh He's got the kicker going tomorrow night, too, so. Yeah, let's. Bobby really needs yeah. to come out of tomorrow night with like 20 points. Yeah, Thomas I'd say he needs. Wow, this, there's some players going oh, tomorrow night. This... Oh, that's right, Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah, I'd say Bobby needs 15 to 20 tomorrow night to feel good. If he doesn't, if he gets under 10, I think he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna need to find a way to get to 50 to win. Yeah. First team to 50 probably right. wins this. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. In the all power right. ranks, I did pick the beans to to win it all. I just feel like it's gonna be Bobby's year, but hmm. I guess the the games will bear it out. Yeah, we'll find out. All right, how about and, the Merrymen and the Eaters? Oh, I dread this. This. Oh, I just dread it. 
be my birthday on Monday. I'm probably going to be in a bad mood, and the kids are going to be excited. The kids, yeah. your kids probably do this too, but like all my kids ever talk about is what their next birthday party is going to be like, whether they're going to go somewhere or, you know, like right now Bryn's been taking horse riding lessons, so it's like we're going to the stables for me to like have an asthma attack and have a horse party. And Charlotte's yeah. having a frozen one, and so they're like asking me what my birthday party is going to be this week. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, mm-hmm. I don't have, not, like, I guess I'm having a Merry Men birthday party? And they're like, what? And I'm like, no, never mind. I was like, I, I just want a, <laughs> these coconut cupcakes from the European bakery. And they're like, oh, okay, so you want a coconut birthday? I was like, yeah. So they didn't spend the last like three days talking about how I'm going to have a coconut birthday. Yeah, my kids didn't do that too. They, uh, when we had Dylan's fourth birthday this past September, they planned out. He, like, a, a day later, he's like, "For my fifth birthday, I'm gonna have blah blah blah." And I'm like, "We still haven't even taken down the party stuff from your fourth birthday. You're already talking about your fifth birthday." It's like, good God, these kids—that's all they think about. It is. It's all they think about. It's, I think it's yeah. just because they're going to birthday parties and whatnot. But yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping to Unfortunately, get to this Steve. Day. I'm yeah. hoping to get to Monday night with a chance. Just give me a chance going into Monday. Yeah, it's going to be a really tough birthday if Guskowski gets like four extra points instead of, you know, 15 points in field goals. God, I don't, I don't want to close out my 30s like this. Yeah, that'll be tough. That'll be tough. Uh, I'd uh, say, I'm not thrilled with your lineup. Uh, it's the best I can do. Yeah, it's the best you can do, but you know, the Merriman made the playoffs, so we'll see we'll see what happens. But again, you have Edward, you have two Edward, Falcons Edward, going. So. Wow. Um I, I really think the Eaters are gonna blow me out, especially with Rivers and Gordon getting the Redskins. Um Oy. Antonio Brown basically cancels out Big Ben. I'm really hoping to get Stafford in there because he's got a much better matchup, but he had his hand stepped on and might not be able to grip the ball. Oh, yeah. And this is going to be Pittsburgh's fourth straight primetime game this week. Jesus, they're like the new Packers. It's insane. So I think the the Packers started the season five straight. Yeah. What's that? I think the Packers started the season on five straight um, nationally televised games. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, Big Ben's at home, so that helps. I'm, I'm wondering if I should stick Martavis Bryant in there for somebody. I don't even know if Aaron Jones will start. I mean, he only had that one carry last week. Starting well, Braid, I mean, if, no, that Howard. I don't know. You should probably start Braid over Howard, but, you know, if Juju Smith Schuster, I think that's his name, if he's suspended this week, you might want to start Bryant. I, I probably, I'm leaning towards it. I just don't know if I should put him in over Jones or Anderson. Is Anderson off, still on a team? I don't even know what's going on with him. Oh, he's on the oh yeah, he's still on the Broncos. Oh, wow, yeah, that's right. Leading the backfield, and then all of a sudden Anderson played all the snaps last week. Booker might have a flu. I don't know. But wow, Anderson had, Anderson had 36 points. Part of the team, but I've got Sanu and Coleman going tomorrow night. And yep. 
feel like I have to come out of that game with 14 points between the two of them. I would agree, yes. If I, if I can get 14 tomorrow night, then I can think about start thinking about maybe having a shot at an upset. But if I don't get that, it's over. If I come out with zero tomorrow from those two guys, I'm done. Yeah, you know, Steve, by the way, speaking of C.J. Anderson, he had 36 points this season. That might be enough for the Maycor Mesa because, honestly, I didn't think he was going to play at all this year because he's terrible. <laughs> I, I tell you, he's, I'm, I really hope they draft somebody so I can cut him. Like, there's like eight <laughs> or nine guys on the Merry Men. I just want to cut. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to pick the Eaters this week. I have the Eaters and the White Guys winning. And uh, Eaters are going to go on to the Super Bowl. Eaters are headed yeah. to the Super Bowl. There's no question about it. I think so, too. It's crazy. Didn't they start like 1 and 4, like 1 and 5 or something? Yeah, they started out pretty bad. Yeah. Very, very reminiscent of the Tangs a couple of years ago. Yeah, the Tangs, they're going to be so good next year. Prescott will be back. Normal probably. Camara. Alan, Rob- Alan Robinson gets healthy. Alan Robinson coming back. Man, yeah. Good. Yeah, they should be pretty good. That's for sure. Yeah, Jamal. They got Jamal Williams and Alvin Kamara. That's that's a good find. Uh, Jamal Williams. I mean, he only had 28 points, but he was so clutch these last two weeks. They missed out, you know, not by many games. Personally, I think Jones is the better back, and it'll bear out. It'll mm. it'll play out that way, but yeah, who knows? You know, it's like, yeah. when you get it's when you get injured in this league, you lose your job. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. All right, Kev. So All right, that's week fourteen. That's the in a nutshell. Full playoffs. Yeah, you too. Yeah. I will. Uh, please, please vote for me, owner of the year. Uh, I'll think about it. I will think for a long time about who I'm going to vote for. But uh, it's going to be really interesting this year to see who wins these awards, even though they're completely meaningless, and we'll all forget about them in a few weeks. Yeah, it only it only matters to the people that own these guys, and then yeah. they don't really care a little while later. Yep. Oh, I mean, hey, I was owner of the year last year. Did anyone remember that? I do. It's always you or Mike. You and Mike win, like, all of them. That's why I want to win one. Yeah. Who gets your shot? Uh, all right. I will see you later. All right. See you.